0: Welcome into our podcast, The Quacks, a podcast about longevity. This is the place where you can learn how to get healthy and stay healthy naturally. I'm glad you joined us today. Let's get started. Hey everyone, Dr. Alan Miner with the Health and Wealth Assurance Podcast. Thanks for being with us. This show titled, is titled Urinate Innards. And of course, like all shows, we're talking today about health and wealth in all the different forms Uh, and ways those two things connect. Of course, the definition of wealth is an abundance of valuable possessions or plentiful supplies of a particular resource. And our emphasis with this podcast is abundance and wealth around health. It is obviously your most uh, valuable possession, and once you lose that, not much else matters. Today, my special guest is my partner in crime. I'm a chiropractor in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, my sidekick, my left and right hand, my helper in all things is Alyssa. So thanks for coming on with me, Alyssa. Thank you. And uh, I just want to have a basic conversation about a couple concepts we see play out in the office. And we have over the last few decades, Alyssa. Um, and it's the basic concept of innate intelligence. I'm curious, from you working around me in your words, what, what does that mean to you? Is that something you heard before you ever started on this path to wellness?
1: I never really heard much about innate intelligence before I started working here and now I know that it's your body's intelligence on how to heal um, repair by itself and just how we help with that.
0: Yeah, isn't that interesting? I mean it's a basic concept in your perspective and viewpoint of the world is, uh, is the body broken and flawed and does it need help from the outside in? or does your body have this genetic predisposition to heal and repair itself and I think it's not hard to guess we're on the side of the fence that says of course there's times a body breaks down and needs help but by and large it's not healing and cellular repair doesn't come from the outside in it comes from the inside out Um, Alyssa I'm curious Uh, when, when I talk about innate intelligence, there's some classic examples. Do any of them come to mind for you? If you're going to explain to somebody who'd never heard that concept of your body has an innate intelligence, how would you explain it?
1: I would say, you know, in the past when I've had a fever, I would have taken Tylenol to knock it down and get my temperature back to normal. But now I know that a fever is my body's ability to raise the temperature in my body to kill off any foreign bodies that are in there, and that's... My body's in the intelligence to use a fever.
0: Yeah, it's a real simple concept. If you ask most anybody, is, is if somebody has a fever, are they healthy or sick? What do they say? Usually sick. Yeah, most people say sick, but actually a, a fever is a healthy response when you've, you know, breathed in a bad bacteria or germ or virus or whatever it may be. Your body wants to create an environment where that bug cannot live, and that's why your body raises its temperature. And burns off that bug, so it can't survive. Um, You know, the the germ theory is an interesting conversation. It's a favorite one of chiropractors because it doesn't get the whole picture, does it?
1: No, it doesn't.
0: What's your take on the germ theory? How would you explain it?
1: Well, a lot of people, you know, they want antibacterial stuff um, to just kill all the foreign bacteria around them, uh, which. Your body needs to be exposed to that stuff.
0: Yeah, isn't that interesting? In fact, there's studies that show that kids that grow up on farms playing in dirt around animals are so much healthier than kids that grow up in really sterile homes and environments. What else is interesting to me is, I don't know, have you seen a germ lately? I have. Really? Where? Everywhere. You see them?
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's my point. We don't. I mean, everybody thinks they're everywhere. People, there's germophobes that get totally freaked out by them. You don't see them. You know, we've kind of created this thing out of nothing that if if it wasn't for science and powerful microscopes that you actually wouldn't even see, right? That's right. Did you ever take a microbiology course? I did. Did you guys sample stuff and grow stuff?
1: <laughs> we did, it was fun.
0: What do you remember? What what do you remember what surfaces were the cleanest?
1: Um I remember it was dirtiest. What? your phones.
0: (laughs) Ah, yeah. In ours, the desks were the dirtiest and the toilets were always by far the cleanest. So it always blew me away when we sample our desks. I mean, we would grow some disgusting stuff, stuff like staphylococcus, um, tuberculosis, streptococcus. I mean, just some really powerfully nasty germs. What was always interesting to me was You know, nobody around us ever had tuberculosis, but yet we were finding and mining that and growing it right off of our desk.
1: And that really highlights, I
0: think, maybe the class example. Before you came to work with me, you are a teacher's assistant. uh, Did you ever have kids that got sick frequently? Yes. And was... How do I phrase this question? Um, Did you ever notice there were kids next to them that didn't get sick?
1: Yeah. It was always amazing that they weren't sick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and so if the germ theory were the whole story... You know, those kids are all breathing in the same stuff. You can't avoid it. You can't antibacterial air. Um, You can't antibiotic, you know, everybody's body. So we're all breathing in this stuff. But some kids seem to catch everything. And some kids seem to catch nothing. And what we know is what has a a greater impact on your health is not the, the germs that you avoid or the germs that you breathe in, it's your body's ability to fight those germs, those bacteria, those virus. And so uh, that's a, a process where you have these white blood cells that are, are made up your your immune system. And they go and they engulf the bad stuff that you breathed in and, or touched or swallowed or whatever it is. And if your body's healthy, your immune system, your white blood cells destroy those germs um, what happens is when your body's not healthy, those germs can set up shop, and you get a cold or you get sick because your body's a hospital environment. It's a nice, warm, friendly place for these things to live and grow and to multiply. Uh, Lissy, I'm curious your perspective. What are some of the main things that decrease a person's internal health, decreases their immune function, and stops a person from being their best? What do you see in our practice? Sugar. Yeah, isn't that interesting?
1: Mm-hmm. Why is that? It a certain amount of sugar decreases or completely stops your immune system from working uh, for basically the whole day. And I mean, if you're trying to fight a cold and you take sugar, you're not helping anything.
0: Yeah, there's different, I don't think they know exactly, but somewhere around a soda, a soft drink full worth of sugar stops the process, or suspends, I should say, the process of phagocytosis, which is where your immune cells engulf other cells, for somewhere between four to eight hours, um, as best as we can tell. Where I notice it is, obviously you can't feel those things, but I started to notice a trend with my family, with my kids, that and then myself, whenever we got sick, whenever we had a sore throat or congestion, what happened?
1: <laughs> you had sugar than that before. Yeah,
0: it became a joke with Alyssa, actually. You could tell. Like, did you have ice cream, Alan? Did you have soda? Like, what happened... And, and there's times I have those things that didn't get sick, but every time that I get sick, it was after a big sugar blast. And then we see that in our practices. We get to take care of a lot of kids uh, across the city in our different offices. And we've always noticed the spike in kids getting sick around Easter, after Halloween, after birthdays, and after Christmas, because there's that much more sugar than what's already a lot of sugar in our environment. So again, we're talking about innate intelligence is the point of the show, and what I want you to understand is your body heals from the inside out, but the environment of your insides matters. It directly correlates with how healthy or how unhealthy uh, you are, and sugar is one of those obvious things that really creates a toxic environment internally. Alyssa, have you ever heard us use our example of, of your body, uh, an ecosystem like a lake and homeostasis? Does that ring any bells? It does. What's your understanding of that story?
1: You don't pour chemicals into something that's not in homeostasis. Um, To create homeostasis, you have to change the environment.
0: So what's homeostasis? It's balance. balance. And this is a concept that environmentalists, uh, ecologists use as homeostasis. So if you look at any system, and maybe the easiest example here is a lake okay, so a body of water, but any system, oceans are systems, the air, our human body, different animals, all of these things are ecosystems, and there's a homeostasis, there's a natural balance, a forest has a balance, I mean, any, any, all kinds of things have ecosystems, but most people don't think of their body that way. So play along with me, Alyssa, the example we love to use are um, lakes, and when a lake Let's say that this lake is near a factory and they're dumping toxic chemicals, you know, the byproducts of whatever they're manufacturing. That's every day getting dumped into the lake. What do you think happens over time to the lake?
1: Um, The lake is going to turn a really yucky color. Yeah. Any (laughs) wildlife is going to die.
0: It gets stinky. I mean, this is where there's lakes that have had like two-headed fish growing. Plants that once grew there die off weird algaes sometimes start growing that aren't present when the lake's healthy. So I think everybody understands that lake got dumped on. I think there was a time that the Great Lakes were so toxic that they'd actually catch fire (laughs) and and they'd burn because there's so much junk in there. So here's the point though. If you're gonna make that ecosystem healthy, if you're gonna bring balance back and bring it back to homeostasis, then what has to happen is you just have to restore the lake back to normal and so obviously what ecologists know is you got to stop dumping all those chemicals into the lake. That's step one. Um, what else could you do? After, let's say they stopped the dumping now. They're not putting chemicals in anymore. What else could you do to help add into to bring the lake back to being healthy?
1: Um, make sure you're putting good stuff in. Yeah.
0: So. In our analogy here, maybe there's some plant life that died off that we could reintroduce into that body of water. Or maybe there are fish or different animals that died off, frogs, that we could reintroduce back to that ecosystem. So what happens over time is if we stop dumping toxic stuff in, and if we start replacing the, the nutrients, the things in the environment that the lake has been missing or been def- deficient on then that lake starts to restore back to its normal, natural, pristine, homeostatic self. What's interesting to me is there's no ecologist, when they find a body of water that's polluted, that comes along and says, you know, the way we're going to clean this up is we're going to get these huge barrels of pharmaceutical medications and we're going to dump them in the water. It sounds silly, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But that's, you know, nobody would do that. Uh, You've got to clean up the environment. So here's the point. You might have seen it coming. Uh, your body's an ecosystem, right? Yes. And what do you think happens if you dump a bunch of toxic stuff into your body?
1: You're messing up homeostasis. Yeah.
0: You're driving your body away from that baseline normal healthy self. Alyssa, I'm curious in our practice to people that comes in, what are the biggest toxins that you see, the most obvious things that people put in their body that impact their health?
1: Sugar just in general. Drugs
0: yeah medications mm-hmm. you can't any, there of course it's a great marketing term side effects but anytime you put a chemical in the body there's a set of effects that happen from that chemical and one of them is what they're marketing to mm-hmm. maybe they say it lowers blood pressure but there's other effects that any chemical has too and so that's side effects so yeah chemicals just like if you dump those drugs into a lake have an effect what else stress stress yeah definitely um, that's a little more esoteric. It's a mental thing, but man, are people ever under stress these days? And then that changes the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, cell phones, that's maybe the biggest ones. We're so connected that now we get a stress response when we're not checking our phones. I mean, how how crazy is that? <laughs> um, a couple other toxins that we see go into the body are the one I like to talk about is go take inventory of what you put in your body to get ready today. And Most people don't think of stuff right away, but... You start to look at the ingredients of what was on my soap, what's in my soap, what was in my shampoo that I used on my hair, what was in my conditioner, what was in my facial cleanser, what are the chemicals in my deodorant, what are the chemicals in my lotion, what are the chemicals in my eye makeup and my moisturizer for my skin, what are the chemicals in nail polish, what are the chemicals, You um, just go on, my shaving cream uh, that I use on my legs or something, I don't use shaving cream on my legs, but the people I use on their face. Um, there's so many chemicals in our environment that our body has to process. And that's kind of like the chemical dumping of stuff into the Great Lakes. So our body, the way you drive it back to health is you got to stop putting in bad stuff, stuff that's toxic. And you've got to restore back things that are deficient. What are some of the things, Alyssa, that you notice people are deficient on?
1: Uh, fish oil, omega-3.
0: Yeah, omega-3s. That We're a big fan of those because you don't get omega-3 essential fatty acids, uh, in your diet, so it's just one of those things if we're going to bring the system back to normal Your body needs those omega-3 essential fatty acids for all kinds of reasons We'll do a show on that at some point um, But the bottom line is you need those as, and if they're missing then your body's not going to be as healthy as it could be What else? Vitamin D3 Ooh, yeah, where's that come from? Uh, from the sun Yeah, easy thing to do In fact, experts say we're supposed to be in the sun Most of our skin showing uh, maybe a bathing suit, if you will, uh, for about 30, 40 minutes a day in order to make the right levels of vitamin D3. And I don't know about you, but that really never happens for me uh, unless we get away to a swimming pool a couple times in the summer. So uh, that's one of the very few supplements we recommend is a D3 supplement. It's inexpensive and does great things for your brain, along with the fish oil. What's some, another uh, deficiency that you see in people?
1: Um, vitamins and minerals.
0: What do those come from that most people should eat more of?
1: Vegetables. Yeah.
0: So, fruit and vegetables. I mean, we all know it, but there's so many micronutrients that work synergistically, and we know that moves the body towards health when you're eating enough vegetables. I'm a big fan, friends, of not uh, depriving yourself of stuff, but of adding stuff into your diet. We just find that tends to work better. So, if you're going to have a donut, maybe next time make sure you have it with the banana uh... or with a salad if you're gonna have a cookie so don't just skip it because eventually you're gonna go crazy and really crave that stuff but if you could combine and start eating more healthy stuff they've done studies where people have had an apple with their donut and then over a few days all of a sudden they, they, what they disregard is the unhealthy thing the, the donut but they never felt deprived of it it's just because they were eating them together so you gotta put basic nutrients back into your body so when we're talking about innate intelligence it's this concept that your body that like any ecosystem Except for I think your body is much bigger than just any random ecosystem. It's this beautifully, wonderfully, amazingly designed body is designed, is genetically programmed to always move towards health. Your body will do everything that it can to drive yourself back in towards health. I mean, if one of us got hit by a car right now, every cell in our body would work towards our survival. That's what your body is programmed to do. And so by the time a person gets sick and has the symptoms of being sick, that their their ecosystem has been has either been deficient or toxic or both for a very long time there is a central mechanism that runs and maintains homeostasis remember what that is Lizzie?
1: your central nervous system
0: yeah i kind of gave you a good hint on
1: that (laughs) it is
0: it's the brain and the spinal cord and the nerves that literally connect every one of our 75 trillion cells and so how those cells are all working together, and you know how your body knows, hey, there's some stuff in that strawberry we're gonna need over here in the liver tomorrow, or over here in the skin, that's your neurology, your nervous system that's connecting that. And of course, that's the, the brilliance of what, how chiropractors have always viewed the body, is that the body heals from inside out. And if we can simply keep the spine moving and in alignment and free of nerve congestion, The brain and the cells and everything in between are free to communicate, adapt, repair appropriately. And then when you put good nutrients in like fish oil and vitamin D and fruits and vegetables, there's building blocks for your body to start to repair and make healthy cells and repair the damaged ones. And when you start removing toxicity, you don't have such a negative load on your body. If you can remove smoke or cigarettes or start using more organic natural products on your skin, And uh, I don't know, removing all kinds of toxins, sugar, like you alluded to earlier, Uh, your body can move itself towards homeostasis, towards healing and repair. And remember the theme of the show, friends, it's health and wealth. We want you to be your absolute best person. It's really hard to do that when you're sick, when you're hurting. It's hard to focus on your purpose and serving other people and meeting their needs when you're focused on your own. And that's the point of, of what we teach uh, our community here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, anything else to add on that, any thoughts, Alyssa? Um,
1: I just think it's really important not to put any toxins in your body. I used to put a lot of toxins just in the beginning of my day. You know, all the lotions and shampoo and conditioner, and then I'd go and get a Starbucks for breakfast and all the sugar and dairy and that. And I get to work and I'd start, you know, feeling a little sluggish and, you know, need another coffee in the afternoon to pick me up and I was just I was hurting my body through all that. And so thank you for sharing all this with me because I don't do that anymore.
0: Yeah, it's the funnest part of you know, we walk our walk and we see so many families that are in our offices that because they're part they're living the wellness lifestyle. And so anyhow, I think we're gonna wrap up this podcast. But the point of this, we hope you tune in is there's a whole culture behind being healthy. You know, it's not luck. And a lot of people just think their health has something to do with luck. But it has to do with the choices you're making. When you're tied into a community, and a lot of people never learn these principles. And so we're going to do a lot on this show talking about everything related to health. And we want you to to start to listen in and, and start to maybe even change your paradigm for what is optimal health. How do you stay healthy? How do you reduce sick days? You know, if you're a parent, sick kids, you want to throw a wrench in your life, it's when your kids are sick, and it's why we, chiropractic kids are so freakishly healthy. And those are the kinds of things we're going to be talking about, so things you can learn to do on your own through this podcast. So, Alyssa, thanks for uh, hopping on here with me. I appreciate
1: you. Oh, thank you.
0: I'm sure you'll hear from Alyssa again. And uh, with that said, have an absolutely amazing day. Take care. Thank you for joining us today on The Quacks, the podcast about longevity. Be sure to tune into our next show. Have an amazing, healthy Blessed, abundant week.